Hey there, this is the His Beloved Podcast with Kendra Bartlett and Megan Copeland, and we are so glad you are here. Hey, Kendra. Hi, Megan. So, um... We missed last week. We did. <laughs> Whoops. Yes. We tried though. We did. And for some strange reason, Megan's computer was being super weird. The program would not open, couldn't find it, whatever was going on. It was just like, nope, not happening today. It was like today. we were just not meant to record a podcast. And yeah. I think it was actually... I fully believe that. Yeah, the Holy Spirit. Like what yeah. we were going to talk about was not the right topic. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And I don't even think we had a topic. It was just really like... We didn't have a topic. Right. Because um, this is our last episode for this season. Yes. And so last week we were going to get together and just record and share that and just like... I don't know. I don't know what we're around. Like we but didn't yeah. have a, an agenda or anything. But um, yeah, the Holy Spirit has stirred my heart and your heart this week. And like I know without a shadow of a doubt that we were not supposed to record yeah. last week. This is the episode we yeah. were supposed to record. Yeah. And it was sweet too because the Lord really opened a window for us to plan um, a girls' event that we're doing. So last yeah, week. So it was we did. Great. Yeah, yeah, we ended up like sitting down and all right, let's 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 invite the Holy Spirit and, yeah. and get to work. So that was really good. So the reason today is our last podcast of this season is because we are going to switch gears and go mm-hmm. to our other podcast. I feel like we need a sound right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I can make that happen. <laughs> you can just do it for us. <laughs> so we have another podcast. I don't know if you guys know or not. It's called The Girls Arise um, Catholic What's it called? Girls Arise, a podcast girls arise. for Catholic girls. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's yes, what it's yes. called. Um, we have a heart for for young girls, yeah. and um, and so we took a break from that podcast because turns out doing two podcasts at one time is very hard. Yes, <laughs> and it was stressing us both out. So we decided we would do like a chunk of one and then a chunk of the other. So this Lent, you're not going to hear from us, but if you have young girls. Come on over and hear us on the other podcast. Even mm-hmm. if you don't have young girls, you're probably still going to get something out of it if yeah. you want to come listen to us because yeah. we go deep. We're not, um, we, we aren't, it's not childlike. It's very real depth and theology and love for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And how do we run hard after him? The same things we do in Find Your Fire, except for. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah. yeah our hearts for, for you ladies are the same as our hearts for the young girls right. and, and they, um, God desires their hearts deeply. Yeah. And, and we don't feel like we need to water down for them. Like Mm-mm. they are able to mm-hmm. receive it yeah. and, and be inspired and, and want to love the Lord with all they have. So that's where we're going with that. Yeah. And actually that's like a good segue because I, again, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> go ahead, make it. You're going to be our new sound guy. I, am. Um, I um, saw a video yesterday yeah. on Instagram and I posted it. So if you guys follow us on Instagram, you may have seen it. And it was a priest giving a homily from the Ambo in his robes and everything. And he said, um, the average age that people leave the Catholic church is age 13. I know. Heartbreaking. Age 13. And he said, now they may still be sitting next to you in mass Mm -hmm. and they may still be saying all the words you're saying and standing and kneeling, but their hearts are checked out. And Mm -hmm. they've already made a decision about what they believe and what they don't believe by the age of 13. And it broke my heart and it's what I've seen. Like it's what Mm -hmm. I've been noticing just in my own, like what the Lord is putting on my heart of like, we have got to reach these like children and Mm preteens because by the time they get to high school, it is too late. And, and he said too, you know, they've learned all about God and they've learned all about the church in class because a lot of these kids have grown up in religious ed. Mm -hmm. And he said, but they don't know him. They know about him, but they don't know him. And he said, and once you know him, then 
then the depth of your your faith is going to change. Yeah. And then you want to be here and you yeah. want to be all in. And so it was just really like edifying to me of like this encounter piece and mm-hmm. this revival that we so desperately yes. are desiring. Um, just so it's a, it's a little fire under me this whole week. I yeah. am like yeah. on fire. I'm going to speak to a group of women tonight and oh, bless their hearts. <laughs> They are just going to be like <laughs> hair blown back, I think, by the Holy Spirit, because there's so much that the Lord's doing right now. Yeah. And this, um, we've been watching as this revival has taken place in as at Asbury University in Kentucky, and they finally had to shut it down. Did they really? Yeah. I was like, when did How it How did that end? happen? Like, at what point do you yeah. say, go back to class? <laughs> right? Because they were having like tens of thousands of people coming every single day. That's amazing. And they had no plan for this. There was no structure in place. Right. The administration just like pivoted and said, we're going to support this no matter what. Yeah. And so now the administration is like, okay, this was beautiful. But now we need to go back to regular life. Let's go live it in our real life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're like having to send people away. Oh. So which is, it's so beautiful. I mean, people have flown in from all over the world to go wow. witness what's happening yeah. in this um, college college campus. So for those of you who don't know, there is a um, university that's a Christian college. It's actually a, like a theological seminary. And I think not everybody there obviously is seminarian. And um, they have a weekly chapel service. So every Wednesday morning at like 10 o'clock, the entire school comes together for chapel. And so some of these kids after chapel, and they said it was a very unremarkable chapel. Like you can go back and watch the video yeah. of the talk. And they said it wasn't anything like, Amazing. Yeah. The, the guy didn't talk about anything like off, you know, crazy. But um, most of the kids went back to class, but 15 kids stayed. Wow. And they just prayed. 15. And 15. Can you imagine being one of those 15 that right. was like, I'm just going to stay here? Yeah. And um, I watched an interview with the worship leader. And so he was like, well, they're here. I'll just keep leading worship. Uh-huh. And I keep thinking about us with our His Beloved events. I'm always yeah. like, we're behind schedule. I have to stop <laughs> it. Like just to have that yeah. freedom to say, you know what? I'm going to keep, I'm going to stay with you because. You, you desire this. And um, so these kids went off to class and then for whatever reason, the Holy Spirit drew them back. Mm. And they were like, maybe I need to go back. To, I just feel really called right now to go back to chapel. Mm-hmm. And so these kids started coming back and then word spread that people were coming back to the chapel. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden the professors um, were in their classrooms and their classrooms were like half empty. And I think a message went out to the entire school. They like te- did like a text yeah. message that said, Hey, something's happening in the chapel and we're going to keep praying if anybody wants to come pray with us. Wow. And so like the whole school came back. That's awesome. Isn't that crazy? And they stayed for 36 hours straight and did not leave. And they didn't have anything planned. They didn't have, you know, like they didn't even have a screen with words. Mm-hmm. It was all just organic, organic worship, you know, yeah. just constant worship. Um, and, but what I found so intriguing by it all is one that it was very natural, very homegrown. They said there were no big name mm-hmm. speakers. There was no lights and bells and whistles and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But two, it was based around repentance. Wow. Yeah. So, what do you mean? Like the beginning, his first talk before they stayed? No, or the, you... from the college students. Wow. As they're like starting to really pray deeply with uh-huh. each other, over each other. They're like calling, you know, coming up to the altar and asking for prayer. They were asking for repentance. Wow. And so it's kind of funny to me. I don't mean to sound rude when I say this, but there's been this kind of like movement in um, evangelical circles of of asking others for repentance and, re- yeah. and repenting your sins to another. Right. And so, which is like 
Hello. Confession. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. what we do. <laughs> and we see the deep, 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 yes. you know, grace that comes from that. Yeah. But it is scriptural to say, confess your sins to one another in love. Right. I just dropped my phone. <laughs> and, um, and so they've started doing that. So that's what was happening is they were repenting to each other. Uh-huh. And so there was this deep level of asking God for forgiveness and wow. saying it out loud. And uh, it just as a Catholic, that really yeah. struck me of like, of course it starts from repentance. Yeah, yeah. Of course it starts from asking God to, you know, take away this heartache and the shame mm-hmm. that you've been carrying. Like that's when he can reach you mm-hmm. the most with the most depth. And that's why we start like every retreat with confession. Yeah. yeah. It's because we know the beauty that comes from yeah. repentance. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think about wow. all of this? I just, uh, I don't know, just been actually... I, I haven't been on social media yeah, at so all. You in like three weeks. Like I didn't even know that there was an earthquake. Um, <laughs> Bless her. We were, the other day we were praying like this deep prayer and I prayed for all the lives lost in the earthquake. She turned to me, she goes, what earthquake? I was like, <laughs> yeah. we'll talk about it in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm grateful that Megan has been keeping me in the loop with things, but I have needed to be checked out um, for different reasons. But um, I, I love so many things about this that it was organic, that it was supported by the church elders. Yes. That's huge. The way they responded was just yes. beautiful. Yes. I love, um, yeah, just that piece in and of itself and that they allowed it to go on and on and on. Like, that's just incredible. Um, and like for a while now we've been sensing and thirsting for the revival and awakening, like within our church. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so for this to happen, it's not just like a one-time thing. It's, it's just something made visible that we know is happening invisibly. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Like the, the invisible made invisible made visible. And, yeah. um, for me, it was just a confirmation, like, okay, God is moving. It's not just moving in the evangelical circles. He's not just moving in the Catholic circles. Cause we have witnessed it. Like he is moving big yeah. time. He is moving hearts and stirring hearts all over the world for him. Like yeah. there, there is, I want to say a reckoning, um, but not like in a scary way. It's, mm. um, come back to me, my yeah. children, like come back to me, come back an to awakening. me, an, an awakening. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and like you've, you've mentioned how you know, I, I just had that vision of the church just being put under a slumber, like this Mm. spell. And, um, and I still feel like it's there, but like it's crumbling and Mm. like little, um, fractures of light are, are coming through and, like this is just the beginning, and I just have this strong yearning, like to watch out, Father Francisco. I don't think he ever listens to this, but um, I'm making an appointment, and we're going to talk about this because um, Megan also has been talking to me about like if the Holy Spirit were to come in such a tangible, profound, magnanimous way, would we recognize it? Would we be welcoming it? Would, would we, we respond? Respond? Yes, as a as. Catholics, would we respond? Would we, would we like, there was so many, well, my husband was telling me about this, like while the Asbury revival was going on, um, like people were just bashing it, you know, Catholics were saying, oh, that's not, not good or whatever. Like there mm-hmm. was like, don't make it into a, a debate about who's right and who's wrong. Like let the Holy spirit be the Holy spirit yeah. and thirst for it and say, how can I live that out? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, we were talking stop. about this yesterday of like, okay, so yeah, people have some negative things to say about it. And mm-hmm. is it real? Is it not real? 
who cares? Yeah. It's not <laughs> for you to figure it out. If people are falling in love with Jesus, that is a good thing. Right. And I never, ever want to be the person that stands in the way of the Holy Spirit no. reaching someone. Yeah. I never, ever do. Yeah. And I think it's important to be discerning, obviously. Yeah. And we're not saying go join the Asbury <laughs> revival, but we're saying like, if the Lord wants to move in our church, we need to let him move in yes, our church. Yes, yes. And in our hearts and not yeah. be afraid and not... not um, hyper analyze every little thing if you're doing it right or or whatever just let him move be open to it let him move because he desires he desires to move in this church he desires yeah. to move in our hearts yeah. and sometimes we're so afraid of doing things right mm-hmm. and of following all the right rules that we end up controlling our mm-hmm. prayer lives and controlling our experiences mm-hmm. and not allowing this real depth to take place because we don't want to accidentally mess up. And right. that's just not his heart right. for us. And part of that comes along. Part of that is shown in, um, like pointing fingers and, yeah. and you know, the, the kicker for the winning quarterback mm-hmm. team had a scapula winning on. Quarterback team. I don't know. Winning quarterback team. Did I really just say that? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> This is now a sports podcast. Okay, just yes. lead it. Watch out, you uh, number one sports podcast in the nation. I'm coming. Um, the winning Super Bowl team. There you go. There you go. Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, Kansas, thank you. Um, he had a scapular that kind of popped out. And so yeah. it was just really beautiful witness. But then it became like, oh, he's traditional. It's better. You know, he, he's oh. just, yeah. Like, I did? Yes. Oh, my. I know. Okay. Like, stop it. If we're going to have revival in the church, we need to all be on one team. Seriously. Can I and just say that? be on the team of the evangelicals who are having a revival in Asbury. Like, yes, we should be supporting them. They should go. be supporting us. We like, need that's to all amazing. be going. And it's not compromising our faith. It's not compromising yeah. um, what we believe. Like, we know we have the fullness of our, like, the fullness of truth. We have the full stinking buffet yeah and they are partaking in a piece of it and we love them right there where they're at and the holy spirit lord is going to draw them deeper like we have seen so many evangelicals start to awaken to the beauty of liturgy and the beauty of the eucharist and and they're coming they're coming but it's not to point fingers and say you're doing it wrong we're doing it right you need to come over to our line because that's never going to (gasps) work girl get it Kendra, <laughs> get a little feisty over there. Well, and I think too, like just in terms of inside of our own church, mm-hmm. different people have different ways of of experiencing the Lord and experiencing mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, and that's okay it's too. Good. Yes, it's like good. it's okay to champion someone else who doesn't act, you know, feel the Lord the way that you do. Right, as long as we're all being open. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways. There's so much beauty there, but okay. So yeah. there's another thing that I've discovered just from watching them, but also like what the Lord has been putting on my heart for the last year or two. And, and I think a big part of this revival is surrender mm, yeah. yeah. until we can really surrender. And, and, and like what we're talking about is surrender mm-hmm. too, right? Until we can surrender our judgment, mm-hmm. until we can surrender the, what we think is the only way to access the Lord when we can surrender our hearts and we can surrender our lives and we can surrender our our children, our sin. Yes. That's when he has room to move. As long as we're holding on so tight to any one of those things, it, it doesn't give him the freedom to like just run and laugh and play and invite us into that and to dance, to dance with us in our hearts. Like until we can just be free he doesn't have freedom. Like right. we're keeping him in a box yeah. and that is not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I know that's something I feel like I talk about a lot is a surrender piece, but I think it's huge. What I do you think? think too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think 
part of what has put our church under this like sleepy, hazy spell is a spirit of control. And I think from that spirit of control comes the performance mentality mm-hmm. and, and out from there, you know, it just kind of branches out into all the other things that kind of keep us locked. Yeah. Locked up. I've had some conversations lately and I've realized that it's really scary to let go of control. Mm-hmm. And it's really scary to allow the Lord to actually move in your heart. Like I'm hearing this from other people and that being open to the spirit is scary. (laughs) There's lots of things that are scary Sure. in that. And so it's easier to kind of stick to what we've always known than to allow the Lord to move in that way. Right. And, um, and it's easier to stick to like a prayer that I'm familiar with than to just talk to the Lord and to be vulnerable with the Lord. And I'm reading, um, screw tape letters. And one of the things he says is, um, don't let them go to a place of vulnerability with, I care what he calls them, the evil one or whatever he calls them. He's mm-hmm. talking about God. He's like, don't let them go to a place of vulnerability with the evil one. And he says, it's okay. Cause they don't really want to anyways. Ooh, wow. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, they, yeah. Cause it's scary, yeah. <laughs> but that's where the real depth takes place is this right. vulnerable place of honesty, of truth, of surrender, of, I give my heart to you. Yeah. So we were kind of thinking it's been a while since we did, um, find your fire. Yeah. I guess we ended in like December, November, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So now it's the first, almost February. It is February. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, almost March. Is what I was trying to say. Almost February. <laughs> the quarterback team won. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the quarterback team in February. Um, so, anyways, it's almost March, and it's almost Lent. Yeah. Today is Fat Tuesday as yeah. we're recording this. You guys will hear it on Friday, but for us, it's um, the day before we we dive into Ash Wednesday and Lent. But we were just thinking, like, what if we did a little heart check? Mm-hmm. Where are you now? If you were on that Find Your Fire journey with us, did you finish it? Did you hear all the episodes? Did you... um, Let it take root? Yeah. Like, what did you take away from it Mm -hmm. that has really taken root in your heart? Maybe, Maybe when you were listening to it, there was an episode on healing, Mm. and you thought, I really need more healing. Maybe there was something that popped up in your heart and in your mind that said, this is a place to dive deeper. And did you go, did you dive deeper or did yeah. you hear that? And then just kind of let it wash off your, you know, wash away from your mind. Um, or maybe it was about intimacy and prayer. And did you allow the Lord to, to meet you there? Yeah. So just kind of taking stock in what were your aha moments in that series and what have you done with it since then? Mm-hmm. And that's not like a, have you kept your end of the bargain? That is like, we're about to enter into Lent. Mm-hmm. And Lent is like the time of the year where I feel like... I love Lent. I, I feel like the veil is thinner during Lent. Mm. I feel like access to the Lord is mm-hmm. is easier. Not easier. It's maybe not the right word. He's closer. Mm-hmm. He's more like you can just kind of reach out and touch him yeah. in a closer way. Um, for me, at least. And maybe it's like the short amount of time that I can just focus on something. Or maybe it's the fact that we're leading into his passion Maybe so. And I, I mean, for me, it's, it's a season of deeper intentionality Mm -hmm. that, um, doesn't get, well, most of the time doesn't get washed away by the to do's and the life. And cause, cause like our whole family, we're all in it together, right? Yeah. Like Chris is doing his journey and I'm supporting him on that. Our kids are already talking about like what they're going to do for Lent. And 
and that sort of thing. And, um, and so we're in it together. And it's kind of like if you're in a Catholic community, the whole community's in it together. Right. Which yeah, is really neat. Yeah. Like at Christmas and Advent, right. it's so hard to stay in yeah. tune because the rest of the world is not in it. Right. The rest of our country anyways. They're like frills mm-hmm. and excitement and we're, you know, but Lent, yeah. it's like we all have a moment to... Yeah to dive deep and to like really take root and yeah. to focus on the Lord. So yeah. I was thinking about today, I was like praying about, you know, what we should talk about. And I felt the Lord invite us into a conversation about performance mm. and performance, especially during Lent. Yeah. Um, Kendra and I have been on this journey of um, renewal of the mind, which is, mm-hmm. that sounds kind of weird, but it's basically like, learning who God is and how he loves us and what that really means as, as Catholics. And a big part of that is discovering where we have believed the lie Mm -hmm. that we have to perform Mm -hmm. in order to find his love. Mm -hmm. And we have to do everything right, or we have to follow all the rules. Um, or he is going to take his love away. Some people may really honestly believe that. Um, and that may be like a secret that's like deep down inside your heart that you don't think about very often, but just hearing that out loud, if that like gave a little, you know, tinge in your heart of like, Oh, Mm. Oh, that I, I do. mm -hmm, I think I do believe that. Um, I just really want to invite you this Lent to pray through where that came from. Mm -hmm. What is the, um, and what that would look like is, is sitting in quiet and asking the Lord to lead you to that place. Like what's the root of this? Yeah. Not just on your own trying to dig through. Right. Yeah. Letting him bring it up and let it bubble up. And an old memory may pop up. Yeah. Um, it may be an old teaching that you learned as a child. Mm -hmm. It may be something your mom said or your grandmother said. (laughs) There may be some piece that comes to the surface and you, you, and then the Lord will invite you into that place mm-hmm. and you can offer it back to him yeah, and say, Lord, I trust you with this place of my heart. I trust you with this place of performance that I've been striving for, for all these years. Mm-hmm. And I trust that the way you love me is deeper than my need to control, than my need to be perfect, than my need to jump through hoops for mm-hmm. you because you don't desire for me to jump through hoops. You desire intimacy. Mm-hmm. You desire love and relationship and friendship. Um, yeah. So, um, I kind of started my Lent early Yeah, <laughs> with one did. of the things that I'm doing, um, about 15 days ago. And, um, it's been very beautiful, very powerful journey, but it's like Megan said, just going through the renewal of the mind. It's, um, awakened me to moments where I do, like I can, I can see myself going into it to check the box. Yeah. And it's, well, and it's hard really when you're doing neat. like a novena because you're like, yeah. I do need to finish this. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. And, um, and so just because I have that little thought that, okay, I need to do this, check the box. It's, um, just having a posture of awareness to realize that I had the thought and like, okay, no, I'm going to shift my mind. Mm. And as I am technically checking the box, my mind enters into, to what it's supposed to be about, you know, yeah. and, and just offering, um, like asking Mary to help me with that and, and the mm. Lord help me with that. And, and you said something that kind of, I'm going to bounce off of a little bit is, um, within the renewal of the mind, it's, um, holding on firm to the character of God, the father, mm. who he is, who you, who you know him to be. Um, cause within this performance-based mentality, 
that kind of gets pushed aside, not, not really pushed aside, but maybe, um, the lies creep in of, like you were saying, um, he's not going to love me. He's not going to do this for me. You know, I'm going to lose him if I don't do it this way, that sort of thing. Um, but that's not who God is. Like he is a good, good father. He can never be anything other than a good, good father. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think for a lot of us too, no, they have a lot of people haven't even ever been introduced to who God is and his nature. Yeah. So maybe that's where you are. Maybe you're like, all I've ever known God to be is a taskmaster. Mm. He's trying to catch me when I do something wrong Mm -hmm. because I mean, there was some theology that taught that for years, you know? And, um, and especially for, I think of like my oldest daughter, Ella, she is a rule follower. She, you know, she wants to do everything right. And so I worry about her little heart, like being a performance space, you know? So maybe that's where you are right now is you're like, I don't know the nature of God. Yeah. I don't know. And so what I invite you to do is to just pray about that. Like, let that be your focus. This Mm -hmm. Lent is to say, God, Reveal yourself to me. Mm-hmm. I want to see you. I want to. I want to know yeah. you and all your a million different personalities. And another thing that I think is really important, and we talked about this on a previous podcast, is um, to go through the names of Jesus. Like if you don't yeah. know his personality, Google names of Jesus, and every day pray mm-hmm. a different scripture of a different part That's of a great his idea. character. Yeah, during Lent. Another idea. Um, so a friend of mine lent me her Passion Translation of the Bible. Oh. Oh my gosh, Megan. Yeah. Um, so I've just been reading the Song of Songs. Mm. And the Song of Songs has always been something that I've I've loved. I've read it, you know, in high school. And it's just like a it's a beautiful allegory of the love of a man and a woman, but it's meant to reflect love God the Father with us. Mm-hmm. And in the Passion Translation, it is unbelievable. Like it has just been speaking to the depths of my heart of like the kind of love he has for me. Mm. It is so beautiful. So if you're wanting, you know, thirsting for coming to know in a deeper way, um, who he is and how he loves you, I highly recommend that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, and I really feel like if we, if we desire revival in this church Mm -hmm. and we desire revival in our own hearts and in our own lives, Lent is the perfect time to like jump in with both feet and say, I don't want this Lent to be just another one where I give up sweets because I'm trying to lose weight (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) I don't want this to be another Lent where I just, you know, check the box and say these prayers because I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. Like make this a Lent where you just open your heart and pour it out to God. Yeah. And that could come in, you know, um, giving you a, yourself a goal of what to do, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. praying through the stations of the cross or something yes. like that, you know, like, um, it doesn't mean don't take something on for Lent. Yeah. Or don't give anything up. Cause those sacrifices are beautiful and they're so good and the Lord uses them deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a both end. Yeah. Well, and yeah. it's like a disposition, disposition of the heart too. Right. Of like, yeah. I just have this like vision of like, what if this is the Lent where we just, hearts open, mm-hmm. like just bare our souls to the Lord. Yeah. And that like, yeah, doing that through the stations of the cross is mm-hmm. so powerful because that is another way to show his great love for you. Yeah. If you prayed through the stations of the cross with the heart of like, I'm going to be Veronica on the ground right. watching my Lord. And I want to be there to wipe the tears from his face. Like right. That is a way yeah. to show deep love and compassion to the Lord and allow him to enter into your heart. Yeah. Or you could and do also, imaginative prayer with that too. Yeah. Also, on the flip side, going through the stations of the cross and like 
just reflecting on, he did this for me. For me. Yeah. He saw me when he was enduring this. Yeah. yeah. I, and, and I, I, I really, really shy away from any like prescriptive Lent thing because mm-hmm. I feel like, what do you mean by that? Like everybody needs to give up X, Y, and Z. Oh, sure. And everybody yeah. needs to. Do okay. Do got it. Yeah. Because I feel like the Lord has a special intention for you. I agree. Yeah. He really does. He has something that's just for you this Lent. Mm-hmm. And that may be something that you need to give up because it's something that keeps you from him. Mm-hmm. It may be that you need to practice fasting from, you know, something that you love like sweets. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. not a bad thing mm-hmm. with the right disposition of the heart. Or it may be that he's not calling you to give up anything at all because maybe that's been a place of performance in the past. And he's mm. saying, I don't need that for you right now. Yeah. What I desire more is to sit with you every morning and let me tell you how lovely you are and let you write it down and remember these thoughts for later on when that performance mentality comes back. Yeah. But I feel like for every single person, he wants to meet you in your own intimate relationship with him. Yeah. And, and it's such a gift Yeah. and it's such an opportunity to have these 40 days with him um, I, 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 sometimes I, I feel bad for people who don't celebrate Lent mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm like, no, it's so fruitful and it's beautiful so fruitful. and intimate. Yeah. And then to walk into Holy week, having had this amazing encounter with the Lord, like imagine what that would feel like. Right. Imagine if our whole church really took this, this Lent as a moment for surrender yes. and for focus on intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. And then, and then I feel like the deeper I enter into Lent, the more glorious is the resurrection. Yes. That, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like imagine what it would feel like when we walk to Holy week Yeah, and you start to like think about the palms being waved and Hosanna, yeah. Hosanna and the highest, yeah. our King has come. And then we watch our King suffer yeah. and then we watch our King rise again for us. Like there's right. just, it makes that so much more real and so much yeah. more tangible. Yeah. And there's some fantastic, um, Linton studies that really mm-hmm. focus on the stuff like blessed is she, mm-hmm. I feel like does a really good job of inviting people into a place of intimacy. So if you need something to follow like that, by all means, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. got one. Um, I used to get those every single year. And then at one point the Lord kind of asked me to step away from that. Cause I think I was getting a little bit too attached uh-huh. But I bought one this year. We'll see if I actually do it or awesome. not. <laughs> I know. We'll see where I, where, where he leads me yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I remember you going through that season. You were saying that um, you recognized that you weren't going to have a fruitful in unless you did yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. It was all, it had almost kind of become a crutch mm-hmm. and I love to journal. And so mm-hmm. journaling was a big part of my life. And that was the way I heard the Lord speak. Mm-hmm. And I still like highly recommend journaling as a way to um, just have a deep encounter with the Lord. But he asked me to step away from that too, mm-hmm. because it was almost like if I didn't have a pen in my hand, I couldn't hear the voice of God. Yeah. And so, and how fruitful was that for you? Oh, it was amazing. Like I wouldn't be able to do healing prayer right now if I hadn't done that. Yeah. Because in healing prayer, like you have to be, you 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 don't, you don't write everything down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You have to be able to be in the moment with the person and pray with them. I know. Isn't it the way he did that? But it was so funny because when it happened, it was at Advent and I'd bought a, uh, I'd bought one of the blessed sheets. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I lost it and I yeah. could not find it. <laughs> yes. I and it was that. like he was hiding it from me. <laughs> Have you ever found it since then? Yeah. And so I, I, at one point I realized, I don't know, I guess the Lord put it on my heart that Rachel needed one, that uh-huh. I should give it to Rachel. And I was like, okay, if you let me find it, I'll give it to Rachel. Uh-huh. And then I found it. <laughs> I gave it to Rachel. <laughs> I love that. So can we do that with my Aggie ring? I know. <laughs> and my old Bible that I loved 
too much. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. We no, haven't okay. those things no. yet. I was thinking about that the other day. Um, cause there was a season where I lost my Aggie ring and, um, my Bible that I just loved so much and had for such a long time. It was all tattered and stuff, but I had wrapped my identity around those two things. Mm. And like, I know the Lord just there's somewhere blessing someone. Maybe, I don't know, but yeah, my he was inviting yeah. you to lay something down yeah. that you wouldn't have laid down yeah. on your own. And that was like, years ago. Yeah. I do think it's funny how sometimes like he'll hide things from me Yeah, when I'm like on the wrong path. He's like, no, come on. Right. <laughs> You're going the wrong way. Megan. Yeah. Come, come, come back come this on, way. Come on, come on. And then once I figure that out and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe that wasn't the right choice. He like uh-huh. reveals it. Like, here yeah. you can have it back now. <laughs> yep. 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 Awesome. Yeah. I think that's another thing that I would focus on this Lent is really being in tune with his voice. Mm-hmm. Like, let that be a focus. Like if you hear us talking about this relationship we have, we have with God and how we hear from him and you're like, that sounds crazy. And I have no idea what you're talking about. Let that be your prayer is mm-hmm. Lord, I want to notice you more. Yeah. Lord, I want to hear you more. I want to see you in my friends. I want to see you in nature. Mm-hmm. And then write down every single thing that you think could be from him. Mm-hmm. Every little like he will show up. He will show up. He's gonna write it all down. Like, oh, I saw a butterfly fly by today. Could that be you, Lord? Like, just like write it all down, and then go back and look at those things, and let him like illuminate to you what was him, and let him see you, or let you see him, and get used to hearing the sound of his voice. Yeah, and you'll start to recognize a pattern. You will of how he reaches out to you and communicates to you and loves on you and speaks to you and. And on the days where things feel hard and you're like, I'm, I can't hear the voice of God. I'm never going to hear him again. Or Mm -hmm. today was a terrible day. Then go back and read those moments of where you saw him before. Yeah. Because it reminds you of his goodness. It reminds you of his character and that he's worth, he's worth suffering and he's Mm -hmm. worth waiting for Mm -hmm. because he is a good, good, good father. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yay. Should we do what's God doing in your heart? I mean, I think I pretty much said what God is me doing too. <laughs> in my heart. God is calling me to revival. That is what yes. God is doing in my heart. Yes. He's been doing this for a long yes. time. Yes. <laughs> and it continues. Yes. Um, yeah, I've just been having that big stirring in my heart this week too, but yet I'm also in a season where he's asking me to rest. Mm, <laughs> so, yeah. um, so I'm trying to be as obedient to that as I can and just getting super excited. It's like a He's putting Mentos in me as the Coke bottle, <laughs> one by one, and then it's gonna, gonna explode. It's gonna explode. I know. I feel it's gonna I explode. Feel like coming for you. <laughs> I think the other thing that God keeps putting on my heart too is the power of being hungry. Mm. There's like he, he keeps showing me like the reason Asbury has been so fruitful is because there was a hunger, mm. and um, I've spent some time with teens lately, and. I just, I want them to be hungry for the Lord. Yeah. And I keep thinking about. Do you think they are hungry? They just don't recognize oh, yeah. what the hunger is for. Yes. Oh, I, mean, I think we were yeah. made that way. Yeah. We were made to hunger for more. Yeah. But we try to fill it with other things. And mm-hmm. so we don't fill it with who God is and mm-hmm. what he desires for us. And so, yeah, I totally think so. That was weird. Um, <laughs> the TV just flashed. <laughs> I was like, whoo. Um, anyways, but yeah, I think we're totally hungry for him. We just don't know it. And and what keeps like going around in my mind is like, if this is all true, mm-hmm. if everything that happened in Asbury is a real movement of the Holy Spirit, if lives were changed and hearts were converted and and everything that our church teaches is true, if we truly believe that, you know, every single mass is a representation of Jesus mm-hmm. and the suffering and the you know, sacrifice that he made mm-hmm. for us. If we truly believe that he's present on the altar and that he is 
constantly pursuing our hearts and that mm-hmm. all the saints and angels are present in mass, why don't we act like it? Mm, amen. And if we really believe all that to be true, do we just want a portion of what God has to offer us? Yeah. Do we just want a little bit? Do we just want to hold him in this box and say, I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm gonna do these three prayers today and that's all because I'm not right. ready for more? Or do we want everything he has for us? Because this is a, in a, in a realization awakening that I've had is that, and I think I've shared this already, that um, God doesn't divvy up his love in equal proportions to, mm. to everyone because he's not limited. So why would he yeah. have to divvy it up, right? He's going to give all of it to everyone, to every single yeah. one of his children and in abundance. And he does like, that is the that, goal. Yeah. He that's desires what he that more than anything else. It's right. not like, Oh, you guys, if, if you take too much then this person doesn't get enough right. or you're the chosen people and they get none, that is not, that is not right. the goal at all. And so I just keep thinking like, if, if he is who he says he is, I want all of it. Mm-hmm. I want to hunger so deeply yeah. that when he shows up to give me something, I receive it. Right, right, right. And I don't question his goodness. I just receive what he has mm-hmm. to give for me because mm-hmm. I want what he wants. And we were also talking about prayer on Sunday night and asking God for things. And a while back, I mean, maybe in the beginning when I first had my conversion, I kind of stopped asking for what I wanted and I mm-hmm. just asked for what he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's all powerful. I, that's all, yeah. Like yeah. It, and... And I do, you know, want certain things like healing for my family and stuff like that. But it's like, Lord, I just want what you want. Yeah. I want to see you move in this this world. I want to see you bring hearts to you. And I just want to be along for the ride, whatever right. that looks like. Right. So um, one more thing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of our faith, um, mustard seed faith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Megan posted a question on our Instagram um, if they have any questions that they want us to address. And someone mentioned, um, how do you continue if you just have a mustard seed size faith? And, um, and I also think that this is one of the reasons why we weren't supposed to record last week because God just really stirred my heart a lot for this question. Mm. Um, and the mustard seed size faith that you have is good. Mm. It's good. And from there growth comes. Yeah. So not seeing it as like, oh, I only have a mustard sized mustard, a mustard <laughs> seed sized amount of faith, seeing it, seeing it as this is what I do have and I'm ready to be grown Lord. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, in in one of the talks in our class, um, Mary Healy was talking about this a little bit and she mentioned, um, the three people that lowered their friend mm. through the ceiling to be healed by Jesus. And, um, it doesn't necessarily say that the man being lowered had the faith. It said those three had the faith. Yeah. And so that's another piece of it is surrounding yourself with people that can be fertilizer for you, that can Mm. spur you on your faith, that you can talk about the hard things with that. This is what I struggle with in my faith. Why, why do we believe this? I can't, I can't get past this point or something like that, you know, yeah. and relying on those people around you as well. The church, um, triumphant, no, yeah. Saints, mm-hmm. um, calling on them and, and people that you're surrounded with in day-to-day life and your mm, church family and that's stuff. Good. I'm actually, um, speaking about that story tonight. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I think, um, if you have a mustard seed size faith, but you surrender mm-hmm. your heart to God, mm-hmm. that's all it takes. Yeah. If you have a mustard seed size faith and you're going to 
protect it and keep your little mm-hmm. faith the size of a seed, mm-hmm. <laughs> then that's a lot more difficult, right? Like, right? But if you are open to him and fully surrendered and saying, Lord, and trusting I don't, him. yeah, trusting him, like, I don't know if I believe all this stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to try for you. Mm-hmm. That's what he needs. He just needs an opening to say, Lord, I, I want it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do it, but I want it. I mean, that was me in the beginning is I mm-hmm. didn't know anything, mm-hmm. but I had seen the Holy Spirit move yeah, and I was open to that. And yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to be a part of it. I wanted to fall in love even with him, even if I didn't know how. So just mm-hmm. praying an act of surrender. Mm-hmm. The surrender novena is really Oh, I was about that. to say that. Yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful novena. It's such a beautiful novena. It's simple um, too. Yeah. And it's like nine days of just these little short prayers. Mm-hmm. And um, it really, really is powerful. Yeah. So, cool. Awesome. All right, guys. So we will not see you next week. No. Unless you join us at Girls Rice. See your daughters. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we will come back. Yes. This will not be forever. And I pray that you have the most fruitful Lent. And I want, yeah. we want to hear about it. Like if you're having, yeah. if God's put something powerful on your heart for this Lent, share it with us on Instagram yeah. or email us or Facebook. Um, if you're seeing God move in your heart, we want to hear that too. Yeah. If you've had something, um, maybe some sort of transformation since Find Your Fire. Like when we did the heart check mm-hmm. earlier, if you're like, oh, this I've, I have seen God move in this way. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah, for it's, sure. It, it's very edifying for us because you know, it's hard yeah. to just talk into microphones and never see your faces. I know <laughs> so, it is. So let us it know. Is. Yeah. All right, guys. But we'll be you. carrying y'all with us through our Lent. Yeah. Pray for us. Pray for us too. And um, we'll pray for you. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Jinx. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We are so glad to have you here. If you're new to our podcast, we'd love if you would stick around. And if you'd like to go back and listen to some of our old episodes. So we just did a series called Find Your Fire in the fall of this year. And I'd love for you to go back and listen to those because in those episodes, we talk about what does it mean to truly live out the faith, to let the Lord have access to your heart, to follow the Holy Spirit, to heal wounds, to just have a deep prayer life. Um, And it's just Kendra and I, and we're just getting to share what the Holy Spirit has put on our hearts. And I'll tell you what, it's maybe some of my favorite ministry we've ever done. Um, I'd also invite you to go back and listen to episode one and two. Those are our very first episodes where I tell my story and Kendra tells her beautiful love story. The audio is not the best, but the content is great. Um, Thank you so much for being here. Share this with a friend and reach out to us if you have any questions or want to just, I don't know, share what this episode meant to you. All right, guys. See you later.